Hello and welcome to my podcast, Untethering from the Old. You are listening to your host, Shweta, founder of the platform Untethered Goddess. Through this platform, I've created programs and sessions and workshops to help other light workers to release them from their energetic blocks and trauma so that they can step into their power, their true light, and be the truer version of themselves. Now, I've been often asked, why do we need to untether ourselves from the energetic blocks? And what are these energetic blocks? It's a fair question, and it's not a simple one-liner answer. So I've created the whole episode on it. (laughs) Energetic blocks are the blocks which resist or create an obstruction in your energy. Look, we are energetic beings. We like it, we accept it or not. That's who we are, the energy of the source that flows through us, through the chi, the life source, the prana, whatever you call it. It flows through our breath, which gives the essence of our life. And every interaction we have on this earth plane is an an energy exchange. Exchange of energies between two entities, two people, between the person and the environment and so on and essentially when we came on this earth plane we were full of connection or connectedness to the source energy we were unaware of the earth planes collective consciousness or the conditioning the patterns and programming and we were free flowing we were carefree and that's why we would have seen or we would we see that children are the pure essence of life they don't care what people are saying they don't care what you think about them if they have to cry for a hug or an embrace, they will cry. They won't say to themselves, oh, you know, I should better not cry because my mom would get upset or I would be called a crybaby. (laughs) So they cry when they need a nappy change. They cry when they need food. They cry when they just need a cuddle or anything, you know. So what happens to us? to us what happens to that baby who was so carefree and so oblivious to these rules and logic and conditions well it's the earth plane that happens to us it's the human life that happens to us and it's the way we start perceiving our life based on the experiences we have in 
our life. Now, when we start growing up, we are often told, don't do this, you're going to get in trouble. Don't cry, because you'll be called a sissy. Boys don't cry, girls don't shout, girls have to be patient, girls need to stay silent, boys need to be stronger, boys need to be the man of the house, or the men of the house, and so on and so forth. It's not like, you know, intentionally those dialogues or narratives are fed to us, but since we are living in this human society interwoven by the collective consciousness, we tend to buy those beliefs, those narratives that are being played over and over again in our physical reality, whether it be the social media, whether it be on TV, our families, our teachers, our um, just way of bringing up in the family where we just see our parents' uh, ecosystem working either in a toxic fashion or maybe not, but we just onboard those beliefs. And that narrative becomes ours. And I covered that narrative matrix in the previous episode, so I'm not going to go into the detail but that narrative matrix or the these kind of experiences start creating an energetic block in our flow so every time we have that kind of experience a fragment of our true version gets buried deep under our skin obviously not in the physical reality but from the if you see ourselves as a multi-dimensional being who's experiencing this physical reality in the third dimension, but we are also experiencing multiple other realities, for example, in the energetic uh, field or in the auric field or in the emotional field or in the ethereal field. So that fragment of our soul or the truer version gets buried. For example, I'll give you my example maybe. When I was perhaps seven or eight years old, um, I, I've not fatally but vividly remember that my <clears throat> father was taking um, my brother to see his sister, so to see our aunt, and I really wanted to go with him. My mother wasn't going, and I happened to got, get ready without getting permission from my mom that whether I can go or not. And I'm fully decked up, ready to go with my dad. And I just present myself in front of my mom saying, oh, okay, I'm going. And she's like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm going with my dad uh, to see our aunt. And then she's like, excuse me, you didn't even ask me. And there she got triggered. I vividly remember that. She got triggered really bad. And she created... Uh, an energy that was very terrifying for me. So it created um, tiff between my parents and I was a reason for it. Now you see, 
that that incident is fresh in my awareness. And especially when I went through this inner work, inner upheaval or inner healing, this came across as one of those experiences when I buried my truer version. Now, when that happened at age seven, I got terrified, I got scared, and part of me wanted to protect myself from that tiff or that yelling happening at home. Because remember, like as children, you want to feel safe in your house or in your home, in your family, with your parents. Safety is very important for the kids. And when we are living in a toxic environment uh, under the same roof, um, kids tend to pick up that toxicity, whether it is verbally uh, communicated or not. And so I buried that fragment of my truer version, telling myself that never again I'm gonna let my desires be free and so open with my mother. Never again I will let my mom know what do I want. Never again I'll decide anything without checking with my mother. Never again I will upset her. Never again I'll create any circumstance or situation in my family where my parents get into a fight because I want to feel safe. Now obviously I, as a child you don't say all those things verbally to yourself. It's your mind who steps in to protect yourself and when the mind steps in to protect yourself or ourselves, we take that fragment which was so free and carefree and so open and independent and say that this is too much for me. I'm not gonna share this version with anyone because I don't want others to be upset with me. It feels very terrifying when others get upset on me or with me and it feels scary to be in the environment in a family where people are yelling or swearing at each other. Now this is a very vulnerable story of my family and it's not that I'm blaming anyone here. I'm just trying to share how we start bearing our truer selves. It starts from very early childhood where we want to be safe and protected all the time. Now there's another incident which, which may or may not resonate with you. It's not mine but I was working with one of my clients and um, she was terrified with, uh, with the sound of banging door. Um, and I think a lot of people who have gone through trauma, that's one of the symptoms we, 
we or you are scared of that loud noise, that unprecedented uh, way of how noise makes you feel. And when we went unraveling her timeline, when I say timeline, we went back to her childhood and we unraveled that when she was seven months old, not years, seven months old, her mom, who was going through postnatal depression, she literally threw her in the cot because she was maybe her mom was going through some things and she was scared and angry maybe whatever that emotion would have been she just threw her daughter into the cot and that fragment was created in her awareness so it's not just our childhood experiences it's the unconscious experiences which we carry with ourselves knowingly or unknowingly and that starts forming a veil between us and the truer version so with that episode that happened to my client seven when she was seven months old it created a fear in her where loud noise would terrify her because as a baby, she felt so scared of being thrown into a cot by her own mother. And she never had a great relationship with her mother for years and years until we cleared that relationship wounding. So woundings are part of energetic blocks and these this veil which I'm talking about they they eventually create woundings or we can say suppressed or repressed emotions that um, present themselves as different um, way of communicating in our relationships to our outside world um, and then usually they present as anger fear anxiety resentment, unforgiveness and then we continue repeating that tape that oh I have this anger in me and I was like that from very early childhood so it is not easy to change for me and I would expect others to maneuver around me because I have this complexity in me does that make sense like you repeat the tape of I uh, I get very resentful if this is done to me or something if someone behaves like that and I cannot let go of that resentment and you feel not proud but you continue repeating in your mind or telling yourself that this is who I am this is how I do it and if you or my relationships relationships have a problem they should maneuver around this problem because I cannot fix that problem <laughs> the truth is you can fix that problem there is actually no problem because it's not about pointing to 
your brokenness or something which you need to be fixed. There is nothing to be fixed. That's true. But there is a way to look at yourself in the reflection of your own inner mirror and see from where does this thought come to me? Why cannot I let go of the resentment? I'm just giving an example. Or why cannot I let go of that anger? Now, before I leave, I want you to ponder over this and maybe do a free writing task for yourself. That what is that continuous thought or belief that hinders you from having a harmonious relationship with yourself and with others? Is it your anger that comes in between? Is it your fear of not speaking up or not being able to communicate your needs? Is it the belief that you don't matter? Is it the belief that you matter but it's okay if people don't care about you and you still will be able to have a great relationship with others thinking that you can suppress those needs? What is it that you continue repeating in your record, in your background? And from where does that belief or the narrative or the programming comes? Take a pause here and just do the free writing on this beautiful thought. What is it? What am I holding in my conscious or unconscious awareness that's creating an obstruction in having a relationship with myself and others? So I'll leave you guys here, sending you lots and lots of love and thank you for your kind support. I love you, I love you, I love you. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.